Welcome to the I Know a Thing podcast. Hey, Kelly. I am so excited about this topic today. I know. I have been waiting to talk about this. I think it's going to be so good and so interesting and so fun. So what are you pouring this morning? So I thought for today, since it's, you know, morning Mm -hmm. (laughs) time-ish, five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) You just ratted us out. And I brought us my favorite, you know, I love bubbles. Mm -hmm. So I brought us, I picked this up yesterday, some Chateau Saint-Michel Luxe Brut. I know you're not a huge bubbles person. No, but I like that one. But you like this one. I do. So I think it'll be good for us. You like me my Chateau Saint-Michel. And I feel like it kind of is appropriate for our topic because it's very effervescent. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For this amazing topic we're about to go down. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's get into it. So you know how I love psychic mediums, right? I know you love yourself a psychic. Okay. So... I have had readings with um, John Edward from Crossing Over. Remember that show that oh, was I, on? Yes, yep. I do. Yep. I sure do. Um, and Jonathan Lewis, who is uh, kind of John Edward's protege, sort of his mentor. I think I kind of, I've, I've put them together. I didn't realize they were two different people. Well, the interesting thing is they're both from Long Island, so they both have the Long Island accent, and they both okay. have the kind of the same style. Um, both super, super nice people. Um, so anyway... I ended up reading this book um, called The Amazing Afterlife of Animals by um, Karen Anderson. And she is an animal communicator and she is also an author of several books. I'm actually hoping that we can get her on the show at some point to talk about this. But this book made me laugh and cry because I had, we had just had Leo for about a year Mm -hmm. at that point. And I always thought to myself, I wonder what he's thinking. I wonder if he likes it here. Um, and so if he is, are they happy in their little life? Yeah. Is he happy? Um, and so I thought like out of the blue last week, I thought, (laughs) you know, what we really need is an animal communicator. I want to find out if Leo's happy. Right. Um, so I just, I honestly just Googled it, found one immediately in the Seattle area. Not that it really matters where, where she is. Right. No, um, of course not. She or he, because they could, they they do all this over the phone. They do like a phone consult. Um, and I, we had a reading for Leo. Um, and I have to say my expectations were very much like, this is going to be, um, you know, kind of comical. She's probably going to say like, Leo doesn't like it when my kids are constantly holding him like a baby or, you know, you know, Leo doesn't like his dog food because we all know Leo will not eat dog food. He refuses to. Well, you know, when your mama makes you handmade homemade food from scratch, I would imagine it's not like regular dog food. Yes. Okay. My mistake. Yes. (laughs) So, but what what I actually got out of this was so incredibly amazing, and it was completely not what I thought was going to happen. So, you know, the way that she said this works is she, you know, actually uses telepathy to um, speak with the dog, Um, and she receives images and or feelings that she gets to indicate what's happening. Uh, So you send, you know, we send a picture of Leo in advance and um, just schedule the time with her over the phone. And um, so she starts out really by just trying to, you know, like, you know, like introduce herself to the dog, right. to your pet. Uh, and then she just starts, get, you know, getting, you know, feedback and giving it to you. And so the crazy thing for us is the first thing she said is, I, I asked if he was happy and she said, well, he's giving me this intense feeling around your family. And I was thinking intense. And so we started to dig a little deep, 
deeper, and she basically said, well, he's not that keen on your kids. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which you kind of thought that. Yes, so because, like, they're cradling him like a yes. baby, and they're hugging and him. And you hadn't and... told her that. I mean, no, that I didn't tell, no, didn't tell her that. No, okay. no, no. Um, and then, of course, Tyler, my husband, decides he has to pipe up, and specifically he's whispering to me, ask about me. Ask about if Leo likes me. So, you know, she did, and apparently um, – there is not a lot of connection there either. <laughs> so, and and when she says that, she means there's no spiritual connection. Right. Yeah. But what I did find out is that I have been traveling through multiple lives with Leo, which I had no idea. Yes. And um, he has not only been a pet. Well, so he's been my pet two times. He was my cat Frisky. And from now another Leo, life. From, 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 well, actually from, like, but the I mean, same life. But time. Yes. other life. But he's also been a person, which is kind of crazy, That's before crazy. our lives at this point. So, um, which kind of scared me a little bit, because I really didn't know that, you know, with the afterlife, we could become animals, and I'm deathly scared of becoming a mosquito. <laughs> so now you're rethinking things. What are you? Like, <laughs> oh you're rethinking gosh. your life. Yeah. Oh but anyway, so this, like, it, you know, we... The thing that was kind of upsetting is she identified that he's got back pain, he has a foot injury, and we would have never known this whatsoever. Because remember we were saying, like, we had both just taken our dogs to the vet, and they both got a totally clean bill of health, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so then she is is bringing up things that the vet didn't even mention. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that was kind of upsetting. So, of course, immediately, you know, and I had been talking about, like, his eyes, his eyes are dry to the vet. Like, how many times did I bring this up? Every single visit. And it's like, no, they're fine, they're fine, no. Well, sure enough, he's got dry eyes, which I could have told you without needing a psychic. But, you know, like, at least it confirmed to me, yeah, you know, I know what's going on. Now, what other health things did she say? I mean, she she basically said, like, his left back foot was hurting him. And we, you know, like, Alex had identified that he sits kind of weird. He sits with his foot, like, tucked in a certain way. Right. And then... um. She had taught him this trick of like, you know, like basically like sit handsome where they sit up and they kind of look like, like they're begging. Paws, yeah. Well, now we find out he's a back problem. So every time he does that, we're trying to, we're like, stop, stop, stop. Like sit down. Don't do that. Right. You know, train him to do this trick that's probably hurting him. Hurting him. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I was just, you know, I was like beside myself after okay. we yes. ended this. So I couldn't, unfortunately I couldn't be here for the reading, but mm-hmm. I came after the reading and you were a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean. It was, it was, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a lot of information to take in. Yeah. Yep. And I remember when I came, little Leo was just sitting with his little paws crossed, like frisky. Yep. Frisky's crossed. From another paws. life. Mm-hmm. And he did not look, he looked upset. Yeah. He looked sad. He looked sad. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, and I have to say, once I found out about Leo's reading, I had to sign up Bailey. Yep. So of course. I, but you know, we kind of did it. We thought maybe we would kind of use that Bailey to kind of validate the process, right? Right. Yep. To see if you know, is it is she going to give Bailey the same information? Does she is she reading from a script or is it like legit? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And so I immediately contacted her, but I didn't tell her, you know, that I knew you. you right. Know? We had to right. keep it kind of separate. Got Bailey signed up, and I just had my reading. So what happened? So my husband was not impressed, and I (laughs) thought I might have to have you pay for it (laughs) because he was not impressed. 
Um, I made a little list of questions beforehand because, mm-hmm. like, you know, after you did yours, I kind of was prepared. Right. And um, she had some crazy insight. I mean, I'm a believer. I'm yeah. a believer. Yeah, I mean, totally. she, the first thing she said, and like, you know, Bailey, I mean, you know him well. Right. The first thing she said was that when she connected with him, he jumped right up on her lap and was demanding her attention, which if that is not Bailey, <laughs> you always say he's so needy. He's so needy. And then when I said uh, that, she's like, no, 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 it's not needy. It's, you know, he's, he thinks he's better than you. <laughs> he thinks he's better than everyone. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she said he was kind of, he was demanding of attention. Um, the craziest part though, Lauren, is that he said, she said he's bored. Mm-hmm. And that not bored as in like he wants to go on, on more walks. Mm-hmm. Bored as in he wants a J-O-B. He wants a job. Wow. And the weird thing is, is I was at school the other day and I had taken him to pick up the girls from school and he was, you know, in the in the pickup line. And a teacher came out and said, have you, would you ever consider, like, have you ever considered bringing him to school, like for reading for Rover? And she brought up reading for Rover. The psychic that, did. Yes. Wow. As like, maybe he wants to work for reading for Rover. Maybe he wants to like work at the, at a hospital with like elderly people. Mm-hmm. It was the craziest thing. That's. And he does have the per- perfect demeanor for that. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. So she mentioned that, which that was crazy. Um, She did say. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I feel bad. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, yeah. I know you didn't get this report, but overall he's happy. Um, he prefers my husband, mm-hmm. big shocker there. She said specifically he prefers football over shopping, which I found offensive, <laughs> honestly. Um, because either way, he's not going to be doing that either. No. Though and I don't like, I mean, who doesn't like shopping? But anyways, um, he thinks he's smarter and better than all of us. <laughs> Um, there are Which people. Which is pretty funny because sometimes you call them dumb as rocks. <laughs> there have been times. So maybe I'm the dumb one. Apparently. <laughs> um, he, there are people in his life he tolerates. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like not like them, mm-hmm. but he just tolerates them because he thinks he's like better. Right. She also said like what she said with Leo is that he has had multiple lives with Kevin and I. Mm-hmm. And that he has, he was a human at one point mm-hmm. and he considers himself both of our parental guardian. Mm-hmm. But when I pressed her on that, because as you know, I mean, both my dad passed away and Kevin's dad passed away. Mm-hmm. When I pressed her on who specifically, she couldn't tell me who. Right. But just for both of us. Yeah. Um, what else? She did say he has some immunity issues like Leo. Mm-hmm. So he needs the sardines, she yep. said. Yep. So I've got to look into that. Yep. And I know you've reached out to a... Um, oh, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So we'll I'm going to need to mm-hmm. talk to you about that. And then he has some back hip pain, but it's only like a, at a one. Yeah. In terms of severity. So right. that's fine. Right. But the other thing that she honed in on was he hates his food, which he does. Well, I mean, you feed him Costco food. I, I, mean, I mean, okay. Does anybody really want to like, eat that? Listen, like, I mean, we did get him that fancy one, but it's a lot of work. But when he comes here, when he comes to Lauren's house... Girl, you want to tell me about he work? I make every meal for this dog. At your house, he eats broccoli and carrots. <laughs> he eats more than that. But I mean, I'm saying, like, who thought a dog would Turkey eat a, a and chicken? Broccoli. Yes, so of he, course. He eats all of Leo's food like a maniac. So yes. clearly, I'm going to need to work on that situation. You're going to have to up the food I'm going to have to up, the, up it up. Yep, for sure. 
Um, and yeah, so I mean, oh, oh, the other thing she said was that at the beginning, she said she felt a heaviness around him. Mm. And I said, a heaviness? What, what, what do you mean? And she said, she said it's like dust in our world where he was kind of surrounded by this dust mm-hmm. that was like a backpack for him that was kind of weighing him down. Although he's very strong, she says, mm-hmm. very strong. Even in his strength, it was a lot for him. And so she cleared him of this dust. And, and he dust? was very, is that like energy? Was, it's like, I feel like, like it's kind of, yeah, like energy. energy or like, what do they call that? You know, an aura. Like, was it an aura? Maybe aura? I, I don't, I don't, we need I don't more know. information. Ooh, chakras. Maybe I don't, I don't we know. need to speak to this, we need Karen, to speak to this author. Karen Anderson, Karen, if we can get her on here, then, then we'll see if she can explain but it But she said she cleared him of it and he was grateful. That's awesome. Yes. I mean, so I have to say the other thing that she was saying about Leo, like, so ours, ours was like really deep in that she said, I'm, I'm seeing that he has been, he is here for you and your whole family, not just for you, um, in an attempt to augment connection, connection between all of us and connection between him, which when I thought about it more, it's like, you know, we're all going places constantly, yes. we've got, you know, Soccer, soccer practices and school. And, and, yeah. You know, the kids are at the age where Tennis they have... Tennis and everything. Yes. yes. And so I thought about it. And I was like, you know, she's kind of right. Like, during COVID, we all stayed home. And I guess we all kind of got so sick of each other yes. that we sort of just went our own ways. And we don't do a whole lot of, like, the family nights anymore or game nights. And she was saying that, you know, she said, she said, I don't know exactly what, you know, the exact reason. And I don't know your family, but... I feel like he's trying to send a message and he's part of the strong reaction he has around the family is that he feels like you're not fostering that, you know, connectivity that he wanted, that connection that he was brought down. Or he expected more, but he he expected expected more more and he, and a lot of these dogs, I mean, Bailey and Leo, like they were kind of COVID dogs in the sense Mm -hmm. that. They did have that for a time where I do think Bailey does kind of get anxiety when he's by himself because we were together so long. Right. I remember yeah. she kind of said that our, you're like about Leo, that your lives are so busy, but he wants to go along and he's like left at home. Mm-hmm. And she kind of said the same, same thing about Bailey, yeah. like that he wants to be a part of things, but how many mm-hmm. times have we been like... It's so much work to take yeah. him to the soccer field. It's right. so much work, like take him to a restaurant. Then we have to find a restaurant. She must have been take better us. about that, though. We've been so we have completely changed yes. like everything based on this because, um, I mean, even the remote possibility that any of this was true, I was yes. like, we are gonna like follow up on this. So, so after that, I found a um, naturopath. Yes, that handles animals, and um, they came to the house, and sure enough. And you told them nothing. I told them nothing. I did tell them that we had an animal communicator and that's what sparked sparked it, that I wanted to check out some health issues, but I didn't tell them what the health issues were. Sure enough, he has back pain and his left foot is injured. I mean, to the point where they were like, did he ever fall off a bed? Like you name it. And I'm thinking, I don't, not that I know of, but he was with a breeder for eight weeks. I have no idea what happened before we got him. But the interesting thing, too, is just hopping back to the to the um, animal communicator is she was saying that, you know, we're not all born 100%, right? So she said, in Leo's case, I don't know. Maybe he was born at 80%, maybe 60%. You know, she kind of likened it to if you have a child who doesn't see very well and then they wear glasses the rest of their life. Right. And she kind of just said, in these types of cases, 
sometimes these pets just need extra support, meaning like extra support for their immune system or a probiotic or a fish oil. And in our case, that's what, you know, that's, that's what, what you did. That's what ended up happening. The naturopath said, okay, and, and we have, you know, drops for his eyes and all sorts of stuff that is seems to be working. I mean, his energy levels through the roof. Um, I mean, so I will say even, we had Bailey and Leo had, well, had a little play date post post all this post the the readings mm-hmm. for both of them, and I feel like they were full of beans. The yeah. two of them, yeah, yeah, they were definitely more. I mean, normally they kind of sniff around each and other, they and they don't really they, care. Like, they, but they were like other. playing and interacting, and like yeah. maybe they knew. Yeah, I think I don't, and I think you know if if we're to believe that these animals have this like higher state of intelligence mm-hmm. and consciousness than we actually believed, then it's got to be a relief that they're able to tell someone and know that they can communicate with us. Yeah. The other thing remember she said about Leo that he didn't like being talked to like a baby. Yep. Well, that, he, and that's it. And, and you now, you, I mean, I, well, still, she, I, I still talk to him like that, but she that said he but. wanted equal status in the family. Yeah. He wanted to be a member of the family and he felt as though. Like lesser. He felt lesser because yeah. we were baby talking and right. we were cradling him. I mean, and it's so you know, hard not to, but yes, right. I know what you mean. He's the cutest I mean, little thing on the planet. So I did, like, you know, after this whole J-O-B situation, I was like, maybe he needs a job. I called, um, you know, a local, um. Nursing home. Nursing home. Yeah. And they do allow that, and there's a little program, and I'm going to try to get him a little job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe that'll make him happy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it'll you make know? the residents happy, that's for sure. For sure. You know, they love I having pets there. Maybe he does. Because she did say that she felt that he, because he is a, a doodle, that he was more of the, like, um, you know, like the a lab, workhorse, the like, work, a, like a work dog. Yeah. Like the work, work dog part. Yeah. Unless, like, the poodle part. So right. maybe that's what is coming out. He feels bored. Yeah, He's not I'm being sure. utilized to his his full potential. Can you imagine, like, being a pet and being stuck without a way to actually actively communicate? I know. Or you're trying to communicate, but, like, us humans are idiots and we're not picking up on anything. Right. And spending your whole life either in pain or miserable because... They don't, you know, we like we wouldn't know it. We would, and especially no. like you said, you go to the regular vet, and they're just like clean bill of health. I mean, he was just next there. year. We'll he see was you. just there. Yeah, they don't. I don't know. So, you know, she made that point too. The communicator, like, don't believe what these companies are trying to sell. They're trying to sell dog food. You know, right? Don't believe the nonsense that the regular vets, like, you know, they just want to, you know, not in all cases, but a lot of them have, you know, a check sheet that they look at and check looks fine, looks fine. And so, you know, the naturopath we had spent, you know, a lot more time. I mean, do you think, because we go to the same vet. Yeah. Do you think you'll switch him, like not take him there anymore and just stick with the naturopath? So I will stick with the naturopath for most things, but things like if if he needs like an x-ray or if he needs a fecal sample tested, you you know, you kind of need to go to the, so I would, I mean, also given the fact that they talked about how there's so, such a shortage on vets and everything related to animals because of COVID, you should stick with as many as you can have, you know, that yeah. you're part of in case, in case you need them. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think for, for his supplements and stuff, I will definitely keep with the naturopath, but I, ha- I do have to address Kevin's reaction to all this because <laughs> the day that, the day that you oh were doing gosh. the animal communicator, I saw you and he just gave me this look like you have well, got he blames to... you. 100%. Oh yeah. He blames you. And the look on his face when I said something like, 
Well, how else are you going to know if, like, Bailey needs, you know, uh, an acupuncturist yes. or a naturopath? Or, like, he needs or crystals. Or maybe he needs a, a Reiki. Crystals. Reiki. Yes. yes. So, and he's just looking at me like, you know, the dollar bills adding up in his mm-hmm. head. Like, are you kidding me? You just opened this can of worms on this nonsense. <laughs> and since then, I've actually been looking for, um, like, an energy healer, like a, Re- like a Reiki person oh. for Leo. Because maybe, maybe, you know... Maybe there's something they can do for his back or his, you know, hind leg, and maybe we can try to get a two for one because Bailey has that hip issue. You know, tell them do. Yeah, I mean, we talked about animal PT. You know, who knows? The other thing that was kind of crazy and kind of funny was that when she was explaining to me about how you know he wants a job and he wants to feel utilized, and she said, you know, kind of like if someone was a stay-at-home mom and maybe they want more (laughs) more out of life. life. And I'm like, um, is this? Is this specific to me? <laughs> Are you speaking to me also? Um, so, yeah. No, I mean, I'm telling you, I kind of, I will admit, at first I did it, you know, kind of as comedy. You know, not comedy, but just to see, like, what could she possibly say? And I really had no expectations going in. I thought, if she gives me one nugget of something that seems possible, it's worth worth my time and it's worth the money. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like truly I got more than a nugget. Yeah. And now my mom is going to have her dog red. <laughs> I, I mean, what? honestly. Well, you can't, now you look at your dog in a different way. Yes, it's like, I do. well, there's all these thoughts going through their head that we didn't know about. And, and you, you know. always say Bailey has those like human eyes. Yeah, I he mean, does. He looks like a human. It's like looking. his little human face. Yeah. I mean, now I feel like maybe they feel like finally they've, been able to speak to us. Yeah. I think it's worth doing like every six months just to check in and stuff. I mean. And I feel like I, there were things I didn't ask that I wish I would have asked. And now I, if you know what I mean? I yeah. would ask, yeah. I would ask something more specific, but right. you don't know what to ask. And it's right. not like that we had specific concerns. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, no, I was, was thinking I would have, I would have probably asked her if I go again, I'm going to ask her if we should get an x-ray on his foot because right. he may have injured it. Like, I don't know if it's just, you know, maybe he needs... God, I hope not surgery, but something like that. Or maybe he needs, yes. like, a little cast I mean, or something. You would never know that, no. you know? Mm-mm. So what did you think about those pregnant pauses? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think she has to do that in order to have the time to talk to the dog. Like tele- to connect. To connect yes. telepathically. She can't be connecting and jaw-jacking with us, you right. know? I mean, she's you know she has to take that time. Of course. You know who loved those pregnant pauses? Who? Len. <laughs> He Lauren's was dad, Lauren's dad, Glenn, <laughs> loved the pregnant pauses. He was you kind of wonder, when's she going to come back? I mean, you know, you how long is it going to be? Know. I mean, we were wondering if she had a timer over there, you know? I mean, I mean wonder. I mean, I would have been like just throwing back shots. <laughs> At one point, though, for one of the pregnant pauses, Bailey started like, like groaning. I noticed that. Right? Like, that was, I couldn't believe it. It was like during, it was almost like he was responding yes, to her. Yes, or he was kind of um, communicating. Yeah. From this side to her side. Yeah. You know? Like it was a sign. We have we have got to get oh, Karen Anderson on here. We really do. We really we gotta do. Find I out have what some all this questions. You know I want to understand the real, like the process. Like I we, mean, we saw the output. We believe it. We want to yes. understand. I want to understand how it all works though. I think, for example, like there was terms I feel like the communicator, pet communicator used that I was unaware of. Mm-hmm. Like the backpack and the dust and the aura. I, I'm curious more about that. Clear, to, clearing yes. the energy. We just need to speak to a professional. 
I wish someone could clear my energy. Me too. <laughs> I feel like your energy is good, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Wish I could say the same for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I need her to come read me. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, this oh, well, was so yes. fun. This is amazing. Okay, well, if you guys want a reference for a pet communicator, let us know. We're yes. not going to say a name out loud, but no. we will be happy to give you a reference because I think she's full on legit and Me gave too. us some great insights as well. I mean, you might have to wait because now everyone we know is going to use her. But <laughs> she's probably got what number one is Holly, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's all got right. a wait list, but that's yes. all because of us. Of course. <laughs> start a new trend all right cool well until next time next time on i know a thing join us for an interview with connie still on the future of the workplace connie is a future of work and life expert executive consultant, author, and speaker that guides companies and professionals in finding purpose, gaining momentum, and thriving in today's constantly changing world. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is I Know a Thing, a podcast by ordinary moms exploring what we find curious. I'm Kat. I'm Kelly. And this is Lauren. And today we're going to talk about the plight of public school teachers.